0: This is episode 219 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Vanessa Britton, Plus, erotic filmmaker Horson Wells stops by. All of this, and sexy content, only on Bleak and Review.
1: Hello, and welcome to... Men Who Specifically Kill Women, a true crime podcast from me, Tom Wimble. You're listening to episode one of what will become a thirty-six part series on men who only kill women. It's a fascinating topic, don't you think? Some some people say that it's weird, but I'm I just can't I can't get enough of it. I love every single show and I figured I would use this opportunity on this new bedroom-based network to launch my series on my favorite men who kill women. And yes, just women. We will not be talking about anyone who kills anyone besides women. And we're not going to be talking about women who kill women, or non-binary people, or trans people, or anyone who kills anyone besides straight white men, probably, I don't know, I haven't looked at my list, but probably just straight white men who kill uh, see I want to say just white women but as long as they're women I don't care it's just, that's, that's just what I want to that's what I really want to focus on is men who kill women I'm just fascinated by this topic and it's just so interesting to me to get into the mind of men who kill women uh, that's just my, my thing I guess my cross to bear you know. I don't make fun of you for liking musicals so why can't I specifically like men who kill women this is going to be a very interesting deep dive into the psychology of these, I don't want to call them brave men, certainly, but they definitely have a plan and they stick to it. I think we can admire that, can't we? From a certain uh, privileged perspective, of course. In this episode, we'll actually be talking specifically about a, a case that's very near and dear to my heart, uh, an early 90s serial killer named Chuck Butley, who killed just so many women. He killed, like I think, like 19 women. And uh, the interesting thing about Chuck Butley is that he would uh, use mostly uh, uh, his hands. He wouldn't use tools or anything that sets us apart from the apes, the greater apes. He would just use his his big, meaty hands to just bash women about, and it's very entertaining to to hear about him, so we're going to go one by one through every single person he killed and not really look for any answers, just try to think about it for a while because this is good entertainment
0: tom sorry i'm gonna to have to ask you to leave this is not uh your scheduled recording time uh i believe you got my email uh i've been sending out emails to everybody else who's recording here that i specifically need the day before this podcast comes out to be open all day because i have no idea what my schedule is
1: ah uh, yes yes i didn't look at my email i was too busy watching uh just all of the true crime shows. I don't look at email. I don't. I, I don't. I put. I put my phone on airplane mode when I'm getting into the mind
0: of. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. I don't need to know about what you do in your spare time. I just need you to get the fuck out of here.
1: All right. Well, until next time on Men Who Specifically Kill Women. I'm Tom Wimble, and I like murder. All right. Sorry about that again, everybody. I gotta
0: got new locks and everything and. Tom found his way in somehow. I don't know. This, it's unsettling to me that the host of a podcast about men who kill people. Uh,
1: women, specifically women.
0: Yes, Tom. I know. I know. Thank you. It's unsettling that he was able to get into a building that he wasn't supposed to be into. Uh, I don't want to make any judgment calls, but it seems like that guy's a little bit too into killing women. And I'm definitely going to have to kick him off the network unless like, I run out of ideas. Hey. So, anyway, this is Bleak and Review. How's everybody doing out there? Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, this is Kevin Anderson, of course, the host of this podcast you're listening to now. Currently, uh, now that we're past all that stuff and nonsense, um, introducing the episode here today. It's gonna be a very fun one. Uh, longtime friend of the show, uh, first time returner after about a year. Vanessa Gritten stops by. Uh, you may know her from the Unpops Network. You may know her from television, certainly. You may know her from writing and producing credits on things such as Sugar Rush and Nailed It Mexico edition, I believe. And maybe American. I don't know. I don't have credits in front of me. I'm winging it, baby. Uh, so, yeah, that was going fun. We caught up on a lot of stuff, talked about some interesting things. Uh, it's fun to think that here at episode 219... Uh, The guest from episode one is still in my life to some degree. But hey, we get into that a little bit. Uh, And then a little later in the show, we talk to uh, a filmmaker of sorts, uh, an erotic filmmaker. Horson Wells comes by and it's just a a really good discussion about art and a storied career in pornography. And uh, we even uh, we even we even have a few laughs. So that's it for me for now. Enjoy this episode of Bleak and Review, because after this little musical interlude, we'll be back with more podcasts with Vanessa Gritton. Stay tuned! Uh-huh. So we're doing on, on the, the show now to get levels, uh-huh. um, where... As I'm getting your levels, I'm going to ask you to tell uh, a wacky, zany story from your childhood.
2: From my childhood? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, would we count 15 as childhood?
0: I'll, count, I'll allow it, but watch yourself, counselor.
2: Okay, so I can either do... I'm going <laughs> to let you pick. We can either do when I was 15... Oh, choose-your-own-adventure? Yeah, we this can either do when I was 15 and I worked with one of the most insane people I ever worked with at Best Buy, or the time I saw a nun die. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, wow, what a toss-up. I don't know. I mean, they, I, I imagine that, I mean, all stories taken to the logical conclusion end in death. So I feel like they're more related than you think. But let's start with, uh, I'm going to ask about both. So let's start with the, the Best Buy one and then the nun dying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when I was 15 years old, um, I, uh, I've, I've told you about this before. I briefly worked at Geek Squad. And, yes, yes, uh, yes. I, I had no business being there. And uh, I mean,
0: you were a big geek.
2: I was a big geek and I like, kind of knew stuff about fixing computers, but, like, that's about it. Okay. And uh, a lady came in with her digital camera and was like, I can't get any of these photos off of my camera. And I'm like, all right, uh, let me see what's going on. And I start scrolling through the photos and there are all these weird zoomed in photos of her trying to take pictures of the inside of her ear. Okay. Uh, and I For medical purposes, For medical presumably. purposes, because she's like, I need to show these photos to my doctor, and I'm like, I don't want to even open this conversation.
0: <laughs> she's like, no, ask me about my ear.
2: But she, like, really wants me to ask about yeah. her ear, and I'm like, I don't I don't want to, and I'm like, all right, we'll see here. The issue is, your memory card is, and before I even finish the sentence, she goes, there are white lizards living in my ear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Now, there's- I have questions. <laughs> uh, did you? Did, was she? Did she seem sane? No. Okay. All right. Because uh, I was wondering. Because like ringworm isn't actually a worm, you know. Like so, I was like, is white lizards like a thing? You c- like a medical condition? No. She
2: said there were several white lizards living in one of her ears, okay. and um, that's
0: that's a that's a big that's big. Yeah.
2: And I, I again, I saw and she she's like, look, there are the lizards, and it looked like a photo of just like a perfectly healthy inner ear, uh, <sighs> but she's like, there are lizards in my head, and I'm like, all right, ma'am, <laughs> uh, and I keep trying to move on and i don't know how we got on the subject but all i remember is we ended up here she asks me if i like So you the-
0: continued the conversation after white lizards
2: i really didn't want to but yep because i was trying to hand her back her camera and she asks me do you like magicians and she doesn't know
0: she doesn't know about your uh, your your running gag of just banging <laughs> a bunch of magic men
2: she doesn't know and also that it hasn't happened for me yet so i'm not <sighs> even answering this question wait so
0: she cursed you
2: I think she cursed me <laughs> to bang
0: magicians for a year. Yeah, that's what white lizards do. Whi- white lizard
2: wizard, <laughs> Whoa! magician, Illuminati.
0: Ah, love them.
2: And one hundred percent, I think she cursed me to bang magicians for a yeah, year. Yeah,
0: I think that's exact because you were fifteen, right? I and was fifteen. When when did your magician phase start? When
2: I was twenty. 20- one 22. Oh, so there's,
0: there's a latency on it but you yeah. know all good curses there's have a good latency, latency on it
2: but like she's like do you like magicians and I'm like I like magic I guess and she goes I hate magicians whoa <laughs> and I'm like oh no I'm sorry ma'am and I just really want to end the conversation right, of course and she's like my roommate's a magician and he's been trying to show me a trick for weeks and I kept saying no so finally yesterday I said yes and he just exposed himself to me <laughs> <laughs>
0: How oh, have I never heard that story before? That's fucking amazing. I don't
3: know. I like that
0: the two biggest problems in that woman's life are being assaulted by a roommate and having white lizards in her ear.
2: I know. I don't know how we've never broached this. I think it's just because I like...
0: That's fucking wild. You know what's fascinating about that story to me specifically is the fact that that person is clearly bananas. Yeah. But they had the composure to like... Well, I need to go take this into Best Buy, like doing normal people's stuff while also being
2: bananas, cuckoo bananas. I think it's because it's one of those stories. And I think in knowing me, you've experienced this where I'm like, that's a fine, normal, not that interesting story. And it's not until I tell someone else that they're like, no, that's, that's oh, that's very, shit. yeah,
0: that's very much a, a, a Vanessa Gritton mainstay is uh, this is just my life and people are flabbergasted when you act like it's normal.
2: <laughs> yep. Like a hey, that's because
0: we're in Holly Weird.
2: <laughs> Shut up. I will.
0: <laughs> Shutting up here, of course. On Bleak and Review, I remain Kevin Anderson because I'm recording the intro later for this. I do like out of order now. I'm kind of doing a Tarantino thing.
2: Oh man, yeah, you're it's pretty just, cool. You like a revisionist? Uh, revisionist revisionist history. history,
0: yeah. Like I, I, I I'd go through it. I just like circle all the white people in history books and just like point arrows at them. I'm just like these guys. These guys. <laughs> these guys over here. They're cool guys. This book's like The Irishman. All men.
2: So if you're on your Tarantino shit, you're just uh just uh, going out of order in history, and you have no editor in sight.
0: I have no editor, nor will I seek one. Yep. <laughs> Why would
2: you? Everything is gold.
0: Hey, yeah. I mean, oh God, just that's what I love about. I've talked about this in the podcast, but did you see The Irishman? Yes. Oh man, what a great two and a half hour Scorsese movie! In that, right? Yeah. <laughs> With another hour of just who could say?
2: There's a a lot. You know, you can really track when certain movies become what they are based on when a director's preferred editor dies.
0: Yeah. But you know what I was shocked to see? Because I had to look it up to make sure. that uh, The Irishman was edited by a woman, and I was like, that does not track. Same
2: woman that edited Goodfellas?
0: Probably. Maybe.
2: Because that's been his editor for like years but the, and years. But like,
0: but like, Goodfellas is under three.
2: Goodfellas is not only under three, but it's one of the best edited movies oh, yeah, bar none. Great. Yeah, like, I
0: showed it to you <laughs> for yeah, the first time. Yeah, I know.
2: I was willful about not watching it. Thank you for showing me Good Goodfellas. I've watched it thirty times since.
0: You're welcome, Bleak and Review guest Vanessa Gritton. <laughs> that's how you intro somebody. You just uh, add contention. Uh, you haven't been on the show in about a year. Yeah. What happened? What was all? What was that all about?
2: <laughs> we broke up. Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, th- it's just uh, why'd you
2: make me say it? Because <laughs> it's hilarious. Actually, it is a really funny bit.
0: Uh, my favorite, my favorite thing that happened since then on the podcast was I was when I was doing an interview with Rivers. He was <laughs> like. Uh, we were talking about something goods from the woods related, and he was like, "Oh yeah, so you know your uh, friend Vanessa was on the show." Like big pause, hesitation. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, it's fine. Like you just forgot. It's cool." Uh, Vanessa, thank you for being back on the show. Thank you
2: for having me back what, on the what show. What
0: January this is.
2: What a January. Oh wait,
0: before we get away from it, what's this nun story?
2: <laughs> oh, we're going right into that.
0: Uh, we could. I don't know. Do you got? Is there any foreplay for the nun story? I don't there, know. If, I don't. How do you get into a nun story?
2: You go in. Practice, practice,
0: practice. <laughs> <laughs> Raw dog in the nuns. We're just
2: going right to the nun story. I no, guess. I mean we don't have
0: to. I mean, you we could talk about. Obviously, I'm assuming this has to do with the fact that you uh, grew up uh, sort of in a religious community.
2: Yeah, I. Uh, it's one of those stories that I haven't really thought of a bunch up until like pretty recently, uh, because it's- And you
0: assumed it was normal. <laughs>
2: I both assumed it was normal, and also it was one of those where I only saw a horrifying angle to it, and then I like repeated it, and I was like, actually, it's kind of hilarious on my mom's part. Oh. Um. I went to the. Uh, Museum of Death in New Orleans.
0: Wait, they have one there, too?
2: Yeah, it's their sister location. Oh. Not as good as this one, but Ah. still interesting. Uh, They have the Kevorkian death machine and uh, shit like that. Um, Oh, yes,
0: Kevorkian death. Yes, yes, yes.
2: And uh, so in a corner, the least scary thing that they had kind of rattled me the most, and it was just, like, all of the stuff used for Last Rites. And in general, Last Rites and nun shit always makes me a little, like, uh... (laughs) And <laughs> Just because
0: kind of, yeah, it's, it's one of those things like a trigger to an extent, right? Yeah,
2: because it was my first brush with death like way too young. Yeah. Uh, so what happened was... I love my stupid mom. Let me start with that. I
0: love your stupid mom, too. Hi, Cydia. (laughs) Maybe she's she's listening. Oh, she'll hella
2: listen. She's also going to be real mad that I'm telling this story because it makes her sound like a terrible mother. Cydia, (laughs) if it
0: makes you feel any better, I'm forcing Vanessa to tell the story.
2: (laughs) So when I was like seven, eight years old, my mom was like, you have an aunt that's a nun. Um, She doesn't really communicate with anyone in the family. No one really talks to her. But she's also like in the last days of her life. And we're... Close enough, uh, driving distance-wise that we might be, like, the only next of kin that can actually, like, go see her and actually say something. And my mom's like, you know, family's important. Even if you don't really know them that well, let's, let's, let's go and, you know, just pay our respects. So we go and, uh... Because this is a nun under her deathbed, there are many, many other nuns around her and I'm already like a little bit wigged out because it's a pretty totally. intense visual for kids. By
0: the way, just all I can think of because, you know, my squirrel brain, I'm just like nun on a deathbed, two bits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hell yeah, squirrel brain. <laughs>
0: I was like, this is a story about your dying do family member. I'm like, hey, I do bits.
2: I mean, to be fair, I didn't really know that well. Uh, yeah, uh she was just a lady that I knew that I guess I was related to a nun. And um
0: <laughs> So you go you go visit.
2: We go visit. And you're what age again? I'm like seven, eight years old. Seven, eight, okay. Um so just like just lucid enough to be like, this is terrifying. Yeah. And Oh no. <laughs> the doctor and one of the nuns is like, um, I know on the phone when we spoke it seemed like she had a few days or maybe a week left and we just needed to let you know it's it's become a matter of hours and <sighs>
0: the urgency of that jesus
2: my mom was like okay so wasn't ready for my child to watch the soul leave someone's body yeah
0: this was supposed to be an in and out thing this with a living person this was supposed to be an in and out yeah. thing yeah
2: and uh we can't leave her in the car <laughs> and we can't leave you
0: to- her. By the way, totally could have.
2: <laughs> Honestly, they totally could have. Yeah. But also, you know my father. That mm. wasn't a possibility. Oh, you would
0: absolutely get abducted and sold for parts if you were left in a car he for 10 minutes.
2: He was, Hi, Edgar. <laughs> right?
0: He's not listening.
2: No, he doesn't know what podcasts are. Um,
0: <laughs> but
2: he's like, <laughs> he's like, you absolutely can't leave her in the car. She's going to be stolen. And so...
0: <laughs> so just- you they, they just traipse the seven-year-old into a dying nun's deathbed. Which yep. It, within the hour, like top of the hour, uh, it's a countdown.
2: Yep. And uh, they do Lazarites and shit like that. And my parents are like quietly bickering in the corner uh, about how I shouldn't have been brought along on this. Oh, my
0: God. And they're
2: like. Wait, Shoot. Were you the
0: only one? None of your other siblings came?
2: No, because Alex was, a, like, way too young. And, and would have
0: been a douchebag anyway.
2: And would have been a <laughs> fucking nightmare. Because he's a fucking nightmare. Oh, for yeah, those that great. haven't heard me in a year, it's the one that gives out his mixtape. Oh, yeah, mixtape. Um, they, mix they know. They know. They're all, they're and, all uh, fans. all of my other siblings were just like, we don't want to go. And so they were like, oh, this could be, like, an experience for Vanessa. And instead, my dad's just like, are you proud of yourself, Cydia? Like, are, are you proud? Are you proud that oh, <laughs> <we?">
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they're like...
2: As they're bickering...
0: <laughs> totally ignoring the dying family member, by the way. Just bickering in the corner while while a nun dies.
2: As they're bickering, I just see my mom get this look on her face and just goes, oh, oh, no. And we realize it's like, oh, this nun is taking her last breath. <laughs> Did you just really hit a music button? I was trying to ah! find, I missed the one I wanted. I wanted, nope, not the cheering. <laughs>
0: that, one, this is the one I wanted, but.
2: So that sound played, and then she took her last
0: breath. Oh, no. I mean, that's kind of whimsical.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. And then she just fucking. They said, I'm coming, God. Hey. <laughs> she
0: just fucking. So you saw her die? Yeah. Jesus. How long were you in the room? This is dark. Uh, how long <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, when I asked this question, I've told this to a lot of people lately because it's fucking fascinating to me. I asked the same question, like, tell me a story from your childhood to Jamie Loftus, and she recovered a, pre- a repressed memory. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're not quite as dark as that. because We're seems also like this playing is,
2: with repressed memories, though.
0: Yeah, we're, we're playing around. We might find something. More, but that's, like, such a specific window. Like, it's a matter of hours. But, like, how long... You were in there for, like, 15 minutes? No, I was,
2: only, I was in there for, like, two hours. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Yeah. So, they wanted you to watch her die.
2: They, I was in there for two this hours. Because is- they were like, maybe we can make it out in time. And... Boy, was that not the case. That
0: is what a gambit to play with a seven year old. Yep. Uh, and so that's why nun stuff kinda that movie The Nun then was probably terrible. It
2: wigged me out yeah. big time. I never
0: saw it because it didn't look good, but
2: it's fine. Um <laughs> It's We're going to uh, talk about
0: movies now. We're going to get away from that. Let's talk about
2: movies. Of we the like. Conjurverse, I want to say maybe one of the more interesting ones in that it's uh, a lot of things in the Controvers tend to be like, oh, this is just scary for the sake of being scary as opposed to something that's legitimately approachable. And yeah. a lot of the none like, actually is despite some of the performances. Yeah. Um, and it has maybe one of the most interesting color palettes I've seen in horror.
0: I'll still keep it deep in the queue.
2: Keep it deep in the queue. It's... it's <laughs> Uh, it, it it's an interesting spook up, but it's fine. I
0: like that in my brain. I'm desperately looking for any segue out of nuns. You watching a nun die at seven, uh, <laughs> but I did this.
2: We'll have none of that. I didn't
0: know it was. Here's the thing. You said I saw. I just a did a na- pun.
2: Fuck you. <laughs> oh well, you know what? Uh,
0: I won't hear it, and I won't respond to it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it literally went right over my head. Yeah, None of that. Uh, no, that's this. I did this to myself. But you said yeah. a nun, not my family member. Nun with my whole family when I was seven.
2: Do you think it's better that I just watched a nun on the street die? That could be. That could be like humorous. Like if she fell down a manhole or something. <laughs> like whoa. Or if she's just like, oh Christ, and- <laughs> <laughs>
0: that one I got. Uh, you
2: asked.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, uh, how many? Uh, how many people have you seen die? <laughs>
2: three really yeah are they all
0: family should we move on from this
2: <laughs> you did this
0: This is what uh the show's like now that matt's gone is <laughs> me scrambling
2: uh fuck uh how's your
0: career going
2: <laughs> wow we're just going into that yeah
0: no i mean like because we've seen each other a few times over the last year or so mm-hmm. uh I think you were intoxicated at most of those events, which is fine because yeah. I probably was too. Yeah. Um, but you've you've been doing some big things, proving that once again, all you gotta do to make it in Hollywood is break up with me. No. <laughs> no, it's a great bit. It's a great bit. Oh. <laughs> Man. Uh, but it's been a whirlwind. You've been very busy. Uh, are you? Are you uh, enjoying? Is this like? Because obviously, like to a lot of people that are still like you know struggling at mics and stuff, like you've kind of quote unquote made it because you like or you have a writing job and a producing job and you're on TV and stuff mm-hmm. is it like as cool as you would hope it would be or are you like oh this kind of is like way more frustrating than i ever thought it would be or like, like stressful
2: simultaneously both yeah right because in a lot of the stressful stuff i don't really get to vent about it that much mm-hmm. um cuz like on one end uh i i it's legitimately fantastic being able to like make a lot of the shit that I want to make and uh, I, like the actual opportunities of it are still sometimes I forget and then I'm like, oh, right. Seems like surreal, a, like, it's like surreal. It's surreal. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. I shot 100 episodes of cable TV. And, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, like I I like I was looking through my laptop bag yesterday and I found a notepad from a job that I completely forgot that I had that was like a writing job. And I remember at the beginning of my career getting my first writing job and being like, that's never going to happen for me again. Right. And then now being, I remember to cry, that too. Right. <laughs> I cried all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, now being like, wow, I've forgotten some sense. Um, and also distinctly being told on one job that I didn't have a face for TV. Mm. I and mean, then two weeks later being booked as a host was like, amazing and i truly love it it's almost like some
0: people in hollywood <coughs> are full of shit and don't know shit a lot of them
2: deeply are <laughs> but also it's been interesting because there's been things that i've like up until recently haven't really been able to vent or complain about without right. somebody being like oh you should be so lucky that's
0: what i was thinking too
2: because uh, yeah. for like a while there i hit a combination of two things that i wanted to be frustrated about one um I definitely leaned into some of my father's workaholic tendencies for a bit.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. And you did that before all that, too. <laughs> you are the queen of, uh, oh, let me book six things on the same day and cancel five
2: of them. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Constantly. And I'm li- it, it took me a long time to start unlearning some of those habits and totally. saying no to things.
0: It's, it's a very uh, important lesson to learn is to yes. value your time and also schedule time. Or not even schedule, but make sure you have time to just exist without doing a thing.
2: And I wouldn't give myself that. So I would burn out and then I'd, a lot of people would be like, but you have so many jobs. You should be so happy. And in, I, I think... In this industry we have a tendency to confuse uh productivity for good mental health and <laughs> not the same thing. Yeah, I think a lot uh, like a couple
0: like couple industries definitely like yeah. like lawyers and stuff and mm. Well,
2: I mean that's what happens when you leave, live under a deeply capitalistic society. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> Burn it down, bitch. <laughs> the boot of capitalism on your neck so as long as you're actually creating an output you're fine. Yeah. But I and I had a good output but I was not in a good place. No. I wasn't seeing friends. I wasn't seeing family. I was just in a... Just work until I'm fucking dead mode. And yeah. That.
0: People would... When we were uh, still dating and you were kind of in that mode, <laughs> like, I think on that first job, people, like, our mutual friends would be like... Like, because I would go out and do stuff but you wouldn't be able to. And you yeah. would like, be like, where's... Is Vanessa okay? Like, people, like, just hadn't seen you and you were like... Like, this thought, like... Some of them, I think, like, thought, like, I murdered you. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, I absolutely didn't uh, cut the brakes of her car. And then i uh, hoarding all the insurance money. <laughs> 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 this is an old timey mystery. I'm up.
2: <laughs> Joke's on you. My insurance value is nothing. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like the, the,
0: the, the insurance check I would have gotten from that would have just been, like, just a, a picture of a middle finger, like a Polaroid. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, there is a thing where it's, like, uh, people are like, oh, well, uh, I'm just like, yeah, she's, like, working really hard and busy a lot and tired and, and falls asleep in her clothes (laughs) and stuff. It's like, she's doing great. She's working though. She's got a great job. Like it's the balance of those things.
2: Yeah. And I just wasn't actually taking time for myself and, it, I looked around, and I was like, it's been a year, and no one that I care about has seen me. Yeah.
0: Uh, I was going to say, I mean, like, I, I feel like maybe I've only seen, like, t- I mean, we text pictures of animals to each other all constantly. the time. But I only probably saw you, <clears throat> t- like, two times or yeah. three times since we broke up. Yeah. But uh, it is good that you're finding that balance, though, it sounds yeah. like.
2: Yeah, and I'm actually, like, trying to take time for myself because I realized whether or not I'm constantly working myself to death or I'm actually taking a break for myself, I'm the same kind of broke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nothing's going to change that.
2: It doesn't change, so I might as well actually, like, enjoy myself in the process. And on the other end, and this is the one that I was able to, like, vent about even less, but um, something about being on camera all the time fucks your brain. Oh,
0: I'm sure. I'm 100% (laughs) sure. I mean, I I don't know from experience, but I can only imagine, especially as a woman of color.
2: (laughs) Well, not (laughs) You're not talking
0: about, like, people being dickheads on the internet. You're talking about something else. Oh, It's something else completely. Gotcha.
2: Um, so there's a while where between, like, filming LRA and then also doing Screen Junkies and then other on-camera jobs in between, Mm -hmm. there was a three-month stretch where I was on camera five out of six days a week.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and... I did not expect psychologically to do what it did, which was you start to only see yourself as a product and a commodity and yeah. not a person. Yeah, totally. So when I went outside without makeup on or in sweatpants or maybe not all together, I was like, "Oh, I'm not valuable anymore." Yeah,
0: I get they not hit, even if they hit my good side or whatever my good angles, right?
2: Where it's because like I'm I'm only valuable when it's all done up and then you put me in front of the thing and then I talk and then now. You like me, and I, and I, make that's all how you I money. talk to
0: people. <laughs> that's how I talk. I don't talk, I like that's when I'm a person, that's, is because that's what I do all the time.
2: And then also being on all the time. Mm. Uh, and there was just like this lack of authenticity in my life that was draining.
0: I could, yeah. Uh, I
2: and it comes to a point where it's like, oh, am I only valuable when I'm at like my spiffiest, most perfect version yeah
0: and like on and like hitting and being funny and being like aware of what's going on and like I have to always be like that
2: yes and so anytime I wasn't any of those things I'm like well I guess now I'm inherently valueless and it, mm. it it's it, rough it's a weird balance and it's it's a weird rough uh like whenever I tried to complain about it it was just kind of like Oh, but you have the dream job. And yeah. Like, yeah, but also my soul is dying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but
0: like people who are like not at that level, who hear that kind of stuff, like they are they want so desperately to be at that, that they can only imagine that everything gets better when you get there. But it's like, no, it's just a new set of problems. It's a new
2: set of problems. It's but like new- you, can't
0: wrap, you can't wrap your head around that until you've experienced those problems. Yeah. I feel like.
2: And honestly, like I don't want to be the person that's just like psychedelics fixes everything. <laughs> but I did too many mushrooms and had a big old freak out where I was just kind of like, I mean nothing. I'm Unless I'm making someone else money. Hell yeah. And, and this I, was on
0: camera that you had this freak out?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was on my closet floor. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good place for it. Yeah. And uh, I uh, took a long shower and then just sat in the shower and I was just like, I have not said I'm done to myself. I've let other people tell me when I'm done. Mm. And I haven't been the one that's just like, I'm done. I want to yeah. go home. I'm done. I, uh, I want to... I, I hadn't set limits for myself. I'd been letting other people set my boundaries and set my totally. limits for myself. And uh, <laughs> I guess this is the one time mushrooms might have actually like done something for me other yeah. than make me just like doodle dumb colors.
0: <laughs> when I took acid in college, I remember I was like, man, commercials are bullshit. <laughs>
2: Man, what does it say about his weenies That it just takes like a little bit of psychedelics To make us realize what most people I feel like Can just figure out By being slightly introspective Well it's because
0: our brains are just all fucking focused on stupid things Instead of just like normal stuff Yeah like shaving a haircut Two bits Exactly. Bing bong. Uh, actually, what you were saying made me think uh, a lot about why. Uh, I mean, I know we've probably talked about it to an extent, but uh, why Matt Brousseau left this show is because he was recording podcasts seven nights a week for his job and for his shows and for this show, like for his profile stuff. And yeah. like, like when you're, uh, and I, I, I only record like maybe tops like two three podcasts a week but like I also get that to an extent it's like I'm mostly talking to people when there's a mic in my face and like I have to be good and I have to be like funny I have to make sure like all that and then afterwards I'm like all right I guess we're just uh here again
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think
0: and then I think you start like you have to kind of Matt was like I don't have any life outside of being behind and I don't want to speak for him but this is kind of what we talked about in episode 201 I was like I don't I don't have like I'm not I am just in this studio and I need to be a person outside of the studio. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And like, I need the space to not be okay. Sometimes and yeah. I need the space to maybe just like be a little bit of a schlub. And I think that's why I'm like, that's partially why I also look like this right now. In mm-hmm. the last few months I've let myself be okay with being like, all right, I'm going out with no makeup and throwing my hair up into a shitty bun. And totally. I'm uh, just no just, shoes. No shoes. <laughs> I'm actually not wearing <laughs> shoes. I, I, I forgot to put on socks this morning. That's fine. Uh, but like, I'm, I had to relearn uh, not seeing myself as a product to be sold. Yeah. And uh, the step back into authenticity has been very comfortable because there will be more jobs and there yeah. will be more opportunities and I don't need to kill myself. For yeah, you don't need – not every
0: job is your last job. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a very uh, great, serious conversation, but it's, before we right? go to break, I have one more question for you. What? What's the funniest time you ever farted?
2: All right, the funniest <laughs> time I ever farted. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I've
0: never seen somebody so animated before about remembering a fart.
2: Um, <laughs> sorry. Take <laughs> <Hey> Bart Simpson. <laughs> I mean, if
0: you want the Bart. Let's get a Bart. Come on, let's get a Bart drop.
2: <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so funniest fart. Funniest fart during <laughs> my dad's sentencing.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Was this like funny because it smelled, funny because it was loud, or funny because of both?
2: Funny because it was loud because the LA benches are just like hard wooden benches. Oh, they make them. They make (laughs) them to
0: amplify farts. (laughs) When you
2: drill a fart into those, it just fucking echoes. It's
0: like farting into an acoustic iPhone amplifier. (laughs) Yeah,
2: and I had nervous gas bubbles because I was just kind of like my parents are being sentenced. You probably
0: didn't eat, and Uh, so you just had like liquid and bile. I just had liquid and bile. Oh, yeah. You got the, got the, the tummy rumbles.
2: And I was like... It was. It was after they read my mom's, which is a community service, and after they read my dad's, which was house arrested. <laughs> I just like, kind of, d- without realizing it, just like farted into the seat, and it was so fucking loud.
0: Staccato or a drawn out? Like was it like a. Pfft, or was Staccato. It like, a, <laughs> so like like a, a great punctuated like riff.
2: Just a pat. Uh,
0: and that's two counts. Blanka uh, blanka blank. A blank, a blank.
2: <laughs> Yeah, uh, daddy! <laughs> like, yay, my dad's not going <laughs> go to jail. Uh, but my brother would not stop elbowing me in the ribs. Luis? And I was, yeah, Louise. Uh, and I was like, first of all, you're going to fire another one out if you keep elbowing yeah,
1: me in the he's ribs. He's
0: going to sound like bongos. <laughs> that is fucking, I mean, like, that sh- that sh- that's a cut scene from Bridesmaids. That's all that is. It's a scene that should have been in Bridesmaids. <laughs> they fart in a court.
2: <laughs> yeah, that'll always be the thing that gave a little bit of levity in the situation. That's
0: a good fart story.
2: That's a good fart story. I haven't,
0: that's not a question I often ask guests, but I was like, all right, we had like, a, like an introspective conversation. What's the worst way to just...
2: You say le- it like you ask everyone that. What, farts? Yeah. I don't. You,
0: Sometimes they come up.
2: You delivered it like it was a segment.
0: Oh yeah, this is uh, This Week in Butt Stuff. Uh, I'm your host, Kevin Anderson. We're here with Vanessa Gritt, and we're going to be talking about sphincters, anuses, and everything in between. Cloaca? I hardly know Waka. <laughs> 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 so without further ado, Vanessa, you can stick around, right? Yeah. Cool, because we're going to go to a quick break here. We have, um, this is very exciting, we have a very uh, famous, I, I assume at least infamous, uh, porn director coming on. And, oh really? Yeah, coming on, no pun intended. N- uh, nunning on
2: Because <laughs> that's what you said
0: earlier and I missed it and uh, uh,
2: Wells Is he going to be busting in?
0: <laughs> that one was citizen lame
2: <laughs> Shut up
0: <laughs> Rosebud
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Rosebud's another word for asshole Yeah, that's what I'm saying Good job
0: Bing bong uh, So we're going to go to a quick break We'll be back with more Vanessa Gritton And movie director, film director, porno- pornographic film director Horse and Wells After this Hell yeah, dog! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dog! Woolback, well and we're gonna introduce you here. on Bleak and Review Woolback. Of- woolback, that's what I call sheep's woolbacks. woolbacks. Woolbacks, I call them woolbacks, and I say, "Hey, get that woolback over here." People say, "Are you from like somewhere interesting?" With is that like your vernacular? And I go, "No, I'm just
2: dumb." I was gonna say that feels like racially charged. Whoa. That feels real racially charged Uh, uh, because
0: you're thinking of the other back one, Woolback, That's just nobody has. Oh yeah, the notorious
2: other back.
0: Yeah, I I played bass for them. (laughs) 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 Plea review returning here in shambles. Of course, (laughs) I remain Kevin Anderson. Joy sniping at me from the co-pilot seat over there. And I wonder why we broke up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big dumb shithead. <laughs> Vanessa Gritton cackling over there. Hi. Hi, Vanessa. We're here with our uh, our, our, upcoming, our upcoming guest, our next guest. Uh, very excited to get to know him. Not been on the show before, but definitely seems like a, a good get as far as the press materials go. Yeah. Uh, please welcome to the show, uh, porn director
3: Horson Wells. Hello. Thank you for having me. On your radio program. Yes, uh,
0: radio, close enough. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if I'm familiar with your work. I know that I've watched a lot of pornography. Vanessa, yeah, probably has as well. So I may have stumbled across your work, but have you been in the field for a while?
3: Yes, you might know my cousin, of course, Orson. But he stole a lot of ideas from me. Oh, Orson Welles is your cousin. That's right. I was thinking just coincidence.
0: No. So somebody in your family is like, well, there's Orson, and he's probably the older cousin, because yes. they were like, hey, you know Cousin Orson? Let's call our son Horson. My mother had a sense of humor. Ah, uh, yes. No, it is very funny. It does She was make me a giggle. whore. Uh, oh. Well, you got you to gotta, you gotta put a smile on to get sex, through that, Sex work right? is work, my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kevin. <laughs> I literally didn't say anything to
0: the contrary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's it's a legit it's legitimate work, Kevin. No, of course it
0: is. Of course it yes. is. Uh, is your mother still with us, or has she
3: passed? No, she passed away. I'm so sorry. To hear in that. the eighties. Oh, okay. So it's a it's been skiing a while. accident. Oh no! I've never skied since. Were you with her on the uh, on the the faded trip? No, no, I was filming. Oh, so you have out been... in Calabasas? Oh, I I'm familiar with it. Yeah, it's uh that's a good
2: place for filming porn.
3: Yes, it is. It's been very good to me. <laughs>
2: I was actually a a PA for porn. Uh,
3: Have we worked together? Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. What are some of your films? Yeah. Well, I did the entire Dirty Babysitter series.
2: Oh, you did Dirty Babysitter? Yes. All right, I never did anything that esteemed. I think I just did something where a lady slapped another lady a lot.
3: <laughs> I think I think the I b- never do violence in my films.
0: The Dirty Babysitter series uh really jumped the cock after 4, I think. Like it was good other than that, but then like for me, that was just for me, but like were you still involved with like 4 through 8 or was
3: like 1 through 4? I was nine-year? an executive producer, but oh, I didn't okay. have any creative control. That's that that's studio took it all away. Of course, fucking suits, right? Isn't that just I was the supposed story? to have final cut? <laughs>
0: That certainly can't be the episode title, but I wish it was.
3: <laughs> so. <laughs> it was robbed. It was robbed. What was the major creative difference for you? Oh, well, you see, they wanted it to be more realistic, but I said this is a fantasy film. Yeah. You you can't treat a babysitter this way. That's that's the whole fun of it. Yeah. You would be arrested for this, but they said, no, she has to be 18. It has to be uh, a, all step, above board. a step babysitter even came in in seven, which I thought was a ridiculous idea. <laughs> Can't have legally a step. What's what's the point of a step babysitter?
0: It's like a babysitter that actually hasn't worked for the family before, but like knows them. I don't even I'm know a, what that I is. That
3: was unclear on the whole it premise. Seemed, it
0: seems very muddled, but you know that's that's the that's those network suits for you. You know they're just like, it's no, terrible. we got good ideas. It's absolutely, awful. I'm so sorry. It's, it's it must suck
3: to see your Burning uh, Angel, <laughs> terrible studio.
2: <laughs> Yo, Burning Angel, uh, <laughs> I. Got my hands on a Burning Angel DVD because I bought. Uh, that. <laughs> right, I bought a blow-up doll from them because I needed it oh. for a thing, and uh, so you
0: really have lived a, a big year since we broke
2: up. <laughs> uh, her name is Sharon. Kevin,
0: sex work is work, I know.
2: Her name I is know. Sharon, and I bought her for twenty nine ninety nine, and she came with a stepdaughter DVD, uh, and it was a Burning Angel one. Oh, and, um, what was?
0: Do you remember what the name of the DVD was? Uh, Just, was it called the stepdaughter one?
2: I think it was something like keeping it in the family or something like that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I have me give him a... points for that. It's pretty amusing. That is pretty funny. That's a, but that sounds like a fun, like, 80s sitcom. That's the problem.
2: It was interesting, though, because I've never seen... Like, like I know there's a healthy amount of exposition in porn. <laughs> when
3: it's done correctly. Exactly. sex position. Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> Silence, Kevin. Oh, come on. We haven't even dated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, like there would be people announcing what their relations are and that they're not actually blood related before where it was just like gotta
3: do it so ham fisted yeah Yeah. there's no art to it no other
2: than ham what is in those fists
3: (laughs) (laughs) not but a dream Uh, lubricant and some editing magic
0: (laughs) yeah uh are you so you you seem though uh uh if getting back to your your body yes, work uh of you seem like you're an o tour of sorts yes. uh maybe maybe a ho tour you make <laughs> <laughs> That was a delightful giggle. That was for me. Uh, whoa. I'm sorry crazy. I, I broke big pornographic films you see. Yes, seen. of
3: course. Uh so you'd like to have your hand in like every uh part of the process. Yes, yeah, the lighting. You know, I I, I like that. Distinct, sharp, noir lighting. Oh. Heavy shadows, lots of eye lights and nipple lights. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So you like a little like a German expressionism in your banging. Of
3: course. Canted angles. Every porn at its heart is just Fritz Lang.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I can't disagree with that. Uh, And you've been in the industry, it sounds like, for, I mean, nigh upon 30 years. started in...
3: Sexy Radio.
0: Oh, you were in Sexy Radio. Yes. Uh, like uh, Sexy Radio plays.
3: Yes. Exactly. Oh, that's cool. I've never. Uh, it was, I've never. It like was the. It was the. Oh, horror of Columbia the world. Horny. Yes. <laughs> I did. I did. Horror of the world. That's that one scared America. <laughs> the subtitle was "She came from space." Because <laughs> coming. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that must have been. And like there was a big uproar about that. Much like right. your cousin. Well, it was he, a sexy prank where. <laughs> People thought guy. sluts were invading America. Oh no! And people were just what did they just like run out of their house screaming? Like what did they do? Well, the the men ran out with their pants down. The women had rolling pins in their hands, <laughs> hoping true. to catch a slut and teach her a lesson. Oh boy, yeah, different time. Which different I then time. later turned into a plot. Of course, it's a genius setup. Uh, oh, that's fun. I like that. You got know, to art imitates life. Yes, exactly, so Kevin. You- <laughs> Thank you so much, Orson.
2: What are some other radio plays you've worked on?
3: Well, of course, I was on. Uh, not the Shadow Triple X. <laughs> Not the Shadow Triple X. Cheap parody, I admit, but I needed money at the time. No, nah, yeah. you did one for you, one for them. Right, exactly. Yeah, I get it. Precisely, Kevin. Thank you. Kevin I, gets me.
0: I went Nothing. to a state film school. I kind of I know a little uh, bit about this film stuff. Film school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big, big dismissive wave from Orson Wells on that <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and, and this is kind of where you rose to prominence and people were like, yes. like, uh, oh, we should, we should put this, uh, this guy behind, the, behind the lens, make him visualize some Once of Once there plans. were movies. Oh yeah, of course. That's probably.
3: Once the they really took off. Yes. Oh, awesome. I didn't, I didn't get into until, until there were talkies of course, because right. if you can't hear them finish, what's the point? <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. You can't have ASMR in a silent film. No. What is that? Oh, ASMR. Oh, this might be this might be something that you could get into, a genre. It's a uh, a lot of people claim it's not pornographic, but then again, it has its own tab it's on it. It's not p-
3: pornographic. No, some of it is,
0: some of it is though.
2: I enjoy it. No, I know.
0: You like your slime. And videos. I also
2: like porn. Yeah. But they don't exist in the same world for me. It's like
0: pizza and ice cream. You can't put them together?
2: Yes.
3: It's, <laughs> if it's so not mad. pornographic, <laughs> I'm not interested.
0: No, but but it can
3: be. And, uh, it uh, it's it like- better be fair. <laughs>
0: That was also a film of yours, right? Where it was, it, yes, was, I
3: it was. I saw that breakthrough that one. in
0: 1953. It was. Uh, it was really. It did a lot for uh, uh, the erectile dysfunction, or no, the uh, the uh, what is it? A uh, uh, premature ejaculation community. Yes, they sure. better be fast. They got so up. You have seen it. I have. Yeah. So yeah. So many
3: film school students say they've watched it, but they never have. Oh no, it was great. Can it was I hear beautiful. an
2: excerpt from it?
3: <laughs> oh yes. You did you bring scripts? Oh oh, would you like to do a, a reading? Of course. <laughs>
0: oh,
2: only if you brought scripts.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, here they are. Here they are. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. Uh, so do you
0: want to be, uh, Vanessa, which character would you like to play?
2: Uh, man, I want to be race car driver.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay, perfect.
0: I'll be Tattered Orphan, number 2 be
3: Tattered Orphan, and I'll be Lecherous Whore.
0: Okay. Uh, all right, we take you now to the world of It Came
3: Fast. <clears throat> Fade in. The the pit at the Indy 500. The H- Tattered Orphan is working on the car of the famous sexy premature Race car driver.
0: Almost done, sir. I hope I get a whole Stropani.
2: <laughs> you
0: know, the driver
3: kid, laughs.
2: laughs. You know, kid. You've been uh You've been uh You've been my uh, pit crew since. How long have your parents been dead? Oh jeez, I can't remember. Now I'm Australian. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I, I I
3: think I think cut. Oh cut, cut. That was terrible.
0: Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't really get my character. <laughs> I didn't know what... what you didn't even joking. think about All the right.
2: fact that your parents have been gone for so long, you don't remember what your mother's face looks like anymore. And I didn't think
3: crucially, about it. you have no idea how babies are made.
0: No, well, as a tattered orphan, I was trying to be... Uh, I was trying to to embody that character. I, he, I feel like he does not... From the from the character description, he does not know about birds and bees.
3: No, that's correct.
0: Yes. I you was about no to idea. teach
3: you, Kevin. Exactly. The race car driver, not the lecturer's whore. Well, the, the no. driver and the horror work... Work together, Kevin. That's how sex oh. is done. Oh, okay, I'm back. I'm back in. If you guys want to jump
0: back in, it I'm back takes into two
3: it. to tango. All right,
0: <laughs> another film.
3: Do nice. we want to do
2: horror of the worlds? Do you I have mean, more scripts? Classic.
3: Do you have more scripts? Because like we, we didn't should, get we, we could do that right. All right, fine. Yes, this one's not this one's not playing. Okay. All right, we'll do horror switch of the worlds. To horror of the worlds. I'll be the narrator. <laughs> I'll be uh, I'll be Lettris horror. Yes, yeah, so and let's 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 from space. <laughs> Exactly. She comes from space. Yes. And well, I'll
2: be the race car driver again. Okay. Perfect.
3: Yes. He's a recurring stock character I like to use. Okay. Cool. I'm really excited. This is this is big. Uh,
0: all right. Uh, so uh, let's get in. Uh, narrator, take it away, and uh, I'll take up this line right away.
3: First, you have to imagine classical music playing because that's all radio had in that day. Oh yes. So there's some radio. Some classic. classic we, we may have some. We music? may have some
0: betting music being pulled
3: up here. Okay. All right. Uh, what are we feeling classically? I believe Uh, it was Tchaikovsky the first time around. Yeah, that sounds good.
2: That's something that I can totally spell the first (laughs) time around. You
3: didn't
0: want
2: to go with Bach? (laughs) Tchaikovsky.
3: We can do Bach. Ha!
2: I forgot it started with a T. Ah, the silent T.
3: Did you also go to film school?
2: (laughs) Oh, God. Now I dropped out of every school I've ever entered. Good. So did Uh, I. Hell yeah, dog. All right. So I think I I found some Tchaikovsky.
0: I hope you have YouTube Premium, because otherwise this is going to be like an ad.
3: Oh, perfect. Oh, yes, this is a good one. All right. We're setting the scene still. It's okay. Oh, well, this, it, it gets interrupted. <laughs> is this What's a happened? remix? No, we're doing <laughs> it with the remix. <laughs> remix. We're doing it with the remix. <laughs> I swear <laughs> God. No, it's okay. Keep it going. Terrible. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> well, we... we Interrupt this broadcasting. Sorry to interrupt this this broadcast of Tchaikovsky remix. Breaking <laughs> so news. Sorry. Breaking news out of Dirty Horse Mill, New Jersey. Some sort of craft has crash landed in a field outside. We 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 take you now to the home of esteemed race car driver Premature Ejaculora. <laughs> Here t- Premature, can you describe the craft?
2: It's bulbous. And and, and oh. veiny. Oh no! And and, and, and smooth uh. over the top.
3: Oh, wait, something is. The frenulum out of is of opening. Cra- uh. Something is emerging from the craft.
0: Uh, here's
2: Johnny. Oh, cut.
3: <laughs> cut. <laughs> Sorry, I made it my own. Was I- <laughs> No ad libbing. <laughs>
2: I stuck to the script, Kevin. Yeah, with
0: the remix and everything. That was an accident
2: and I did not know when I clicked on it. It looked legitimate. It said Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. So I was like, wouldn't it be so funny if I picked something that was from the fucking Nutcracker and I didn't know that it was fucking an of Shane remix. <laughs> oh, of Shane. Of Shane.
3: I For Shane. Is he is is he the the the, the Bride of Shane? I think that's <laughs> calls what that himself means. Of of Shane. <laughs> the Bride of Shane.
2: I'm pretty sure he's Shane's wife. Oh dear. Oh god. Well, I'm, sorry. I'm
0: sorry. I botched that one. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trained in the theater. No. Um, not,
3: again, film school. Yeah. I'm. Uh, Look where that got us.
0: <laughs> I'm. <a laughs> uh, but I am fascinated to know about. Uh, uh, what was your uh, like when you made the transition from radio plays to the talkies? Yes. Were there any uh, uh, any challenges
3: you had to overcome with your work?
0: Like, of course, was, I had oh. to
3: learn. Had to learn lighting and film. You know, my, my first. My first movie, I didn't have any experience at all. In fact, I I turned down the contract several times. Ooh. Because I just didn't want to bother. Yeah, you're, this, isn't, this isn't my world. No. Is what you were thinking. And back in those days, Hollywood loved to hear no. They oh. throw... <laughs> more and more money at you until you said yes, eventually.
0: Yeah, and they didn't have, like, 17 other people that were just vying for that position. There were, like,
3: eight people in Hollywood (laughs) who could even turn a camera on. And I mean literally turn. It was crank in those days. Oh, yes. Ah, yes. You had to keep the reels moving. (laughs) You had to keep the reels moving, and then uh,
0: uh, it must be tough to do that. And also, like, when you start shooting these films, like, you get flustered when there's all this sexy stuff happening, and you got to, like, you got to stay physical and stay vigilant, right?
3: No. No, people, the profes- things Nothing turns me on about making films. Well, oh, not you. I'm saying like the crew and stuff. Oh, I only work with eunuchs. <laughs> have them flown in. You get the castrato. Like. Yes. <laughs> oh, you do know a few things, don't you, Kevin? <laughs> I'm full of surprises.
2: <laughs> Kevin Hella knows about people that don't have dongs anymore. Yeah,
3: little boys with no penises
0: who can, uh, who can, little who can little sing. Little boys, Kevin. But isn't that how where they did are we it? are going now? Uh, hopefully not towards one of your films. 'Cause like I get I get uh, the step thing, I get like all of porn now has to have some kind of step angle. Like it just seems like Woody Allen
3: pitched me a script once, but I refused to make it. Oh, that's smart. And you just you just had a hunch. right uh, well the, the the title, if if you can believe it was I fuck children. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little on the nose. That's what I thought. <laughs> Artless hack, really. <laughs>
0: well he was that was when he was doing all those classics like Annie Hole and uh his whole other career. Yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> all was, the signs were there. Yeah, we just we just had buried our heads we're in ignored. the sand much like the noble ostrich.
2: This is how I just realized I can't remember more than one Woody Allen movie.
0: We well, literally has a movie Sleepers. called Everything You Need to Know About Sex. So I think yes. that was a crossover hit, right? With
3: none of the real information in it. Yeah, a bunch of lies, fibs. It's ridiculous. Have you ever done a documentary? Yes. Oh, really? Uh tell us about that. Well, it's it's I've been, I've been making it since 1974. Oh. It's tied up because of the the mistress of the Shah of Iran, her family's holding it in Spain. Oh no! The the the, the copy of the film,
0: like all yes. your reels. Oh no! What, it's, how, it's in a vault. Now this seems like uh, we're gonna have to do a
3: previously on because how did it end up there? That's, that's a big a big leap. Well, see, she was part of the financing. Oh, okay. And then the CAA fucked everything up for everybody, didn't oh, they? man. There? yeah, they did classically. Just uh-huh. like actually happened to my cousin, Orson. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. The film was held. Oh, that's vault. right. That's right. <laughs> a, lot of te- a lot of parallels between you and your cousin's we, life. We, we've uh, lived mirrored lives. Really. Were, you, uh, were you close? We, we, we were until <sighs> Ambersons broke us up, really. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I wanted to make the fucktastic Ambersons. <laughs> he went with fantastic. Hack. And then the studio screwed him anyway. It's like, it yeah, he, got, he got fucked regardless. Yes. Uh, that's that's damn shit. should not reconcile. Did you? I saw have- him doing Transformers, and I thought, I'm not going to oh, call Oh, man. Him. That's bad.
2: Did you ever... I've been following your career for a bit. Oh, thank you. Did you ever successfully get Don Quixote off the ground?
3: <laughs> no, but I've, I've, I've been in talks with, with Crackle. Oh. Since, since they lost... Joe Dirt 2 Crackle? Yes. Yes, because they lost Jerry Seinfeld, which was their only draw. <laughs> so they're trying to move into the adult space is how the young man pitched it to me. Wow, and so so Don Quixote, Don uh, Quixote which I assume is about six a guy, hour
0: epic. a guy who's running around swinging his dick at windmills.
3: That's <laughs> part of it, but that's just the surface. You yeah. see, it's really it's really a story about sexual fantasy and uh, values of old. And who's coughing out there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. don't
0: worry. That's just uh, that's just our uh, uh, our resident Kevin's dick. Our resident, uh, my dick. <laughs> that could be our epi- the episode title. Our resident, my dick. <laughs> His Girl Friday, our resident, my dick. Uh, uh, So, yeah, that's tied up. That sucks. We were getting Uh,
2: into the subtext of Don Kiyote. Yeah, no, I want
3: to hear hear more about it. He's a a man from an an older era. He wants to court, but all all the women he meets just want to fuck immediately. Ah... It's all surface, yeah,
0: it's all surface level, much like what the, the film appears to be. It's like you have to dig right. deeper in right. order to, to but there's uh, a message there. There's a message there and it's probably it might divide the room. It might divide crowds. I should hope so. Yeah, you'd like having a divisive film. I've noticed. Everyone shouldn't like a film.
3: That means no. the film was a failure. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh and I've got Sasha Gray as Sancho Pussy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great that's good I, I'm, glad, that she's of of I'm yeah. glad she's still getting work I'm
0: glad she's still getting work when she did that parody she was in Entourage and then she did that parody in her ass what was it I don't remember it was an Entourage pun but I it was sexy know. who it's could terrible. tell uh, but uh, <laughs> it's good that you're bringing her out uh, did you get uh,
3: uh, do you have any other uh, big names coming coming through for this Evan Stone is in talks to be to be Don Quixote. Whoa, oh. this is big. He's been in everything and everyone. Now do, you, now do you premiere these at like uh, big theaters uh, this or do they go be d- at the ArcLight? This is gonna be at the ArcLight in in Hollywood. Wow, yes. that's cool. Grumman's wouldn't touch it. No, they, how could how could they?
2: Too sticky. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I've noticed with most
0: of your films, they're all sticky.
3: <laughs> oh, life is sticky, Kevin.
0: Oh wow! So even the, the the packaging of your film is yes. has deeper meaning. It's a, it's a four D experience, and the D stands for. it. nah. It's a little. What was that? Oh oh, that's uh, that's a little soundboard over here. Uh, you might consider using one of these in your uh, uh, in your films. You could have like a Benny Hill experience.
3: I only like hire a full orchestra.
0: Oh really? Oh that's fun. And they're on set with you playing.
3: Yes. Oh that's great. The heat of the Six. Helps the instruments resonate.
2: <laughs> I've heard that.
0: Well, it's kind of a symbiotic thing, where a symphonionic thing, even if Yo. you will, because you got the music is helping the fucking, and the fucking is helping the music. Right, it's, it's a, a real big chicken egg situation. Yeah, absolutely, yes. an
3: Ouroboros.
2: Who does the Ooh. foley for your radio plays?
3: I do them myself. Oh, tour. Well, there was also just just there was no, there was no budget in those days. Yes, so and you, you there doing deal. it and banging, you know, buckets full of water and squishing together. A banana into a, to your hand.
0: <laughs> Thank you for the visual aid on that. I wish this was being filmed. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I always wondered about Foley, and uh, uh, Foley was fun. Foley, you don't use it currently for your films. Though.
3: Well, there's just it's just less less necessary. Yeah, it's like did you know that like the sound I use of, wild sound.
0: Oh, you use uh, uh, you go on the lo- like on location. I like it raw. Oh baby, you like audio it audio
3: wise. Oh baby, you like it raw. I'm not going to indulge your lyrics.
0: <laughs> it's good to know that the cousin of Orson Welles is down with the Wu-Tang Clan, though.
2: <laughs> they ain't nothing to fuck with.
0: Ding dong. Uh,
3: I, I had a meeting with them in 94.
0: Wow. So, like, uh, uh, right after uh, the 36 Chambers dropped, uh, yes, they, exactly. were, they, were, they were big. And, uh, wow, what
3: was, uh, you were in, like. Well, they wanted to make a film called The Two Hung Clan. The Two Hung Clan. <laughs> Yes, uh, and that would have been. Uh, it uh, would have been a lot of wire work. Oh, certainly. Oh, inspired by
0: martial arts. Oh, oh, kind of like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. They had
3: Sam so hung slated. to <laughs> <I'm so laughs> You're getting emotional. I, I just, I'm just remembering. He was such a gentle man. Yes, I'm so sorry. He was so hung. Uh, wow, uh, did that ever uh, go to production, or were there? Uh, no, you were, you were working. Unfortunately, there was a malfunction. He was shot. It, it, there were blanks in the pistol.
1: Ah, oh,
0: that's unfortunate. And the fragment
3: uh, was caught in the barrel. It would have been great though for stop someone like the penis,
0: <laughs> for someone like Horson Wells to work with someone literally named the Jizza. G- yes, that would have been big. I think that he would was have been my cool. favorite. Oh yeah, uh, he's a Jizza genius, you know. And some people have called you the Jizza genius as well, but it's spelled I differently.
3: Hardly deserve the title.
0: Oh, oh, you're being so humble now. Yes. Please, you do not have to put on airs for us. Your How work good? speaks for then itself. I'll stop. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, so you,
3: uh, uh, oh, that would have been amazing. I really want to see that movie. Wu-Tang Clan. I, I still Albanian. have the, the the footage from the one day of shooting we did. Oh, really? Old dirty bastard insists on masturbating solo in a room. <laughs> he did. He never explained why, but I had to shoot it.
0: He was like, he was pr- being prescient about, like, solo camming. Like, he could have, if, oh, you yes. know, he had lived to see the day, maybe that would have been his passion. He predicted
3: chatterbait. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs>
0: That's, I know that. That's like chat roulette, but, but, uh, dongs
3: and stuff, right? Right. Is that what that one is? pornographic on purpose. Are you familiar with
2: that one, Vanessa? What, chatterbait? Yeah. Eh. I don't like interacting with online sex shit. I just yeah. that's why I'm a big fan of horse and stuff. I just watch Thank it happen. You.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah,
2: I just like to watch it happen from a distance, like a Roman emperor. I don't want to be down there with the muck and the mire. Yeah,
0: like like in a chat room with like seven other horny people, just like I'll send you twenty dollars if you take off your shoes, like that kind of thing. That's too much.
2: Look, I'm not going to unofficially say that if you send me fifty dollars on Venmo at Nesgritten, I won't send you a picture of my feet. And that goes but for all it, of us in this uh, room, probably. It's, <laughs> they're they're not great feet, if I'm completely a little honest. Overpriced. Uh, they're a little overpriced. <laughs> Damn, oh, sex
0: work God. is work. Sorry. It, it,
3: it is work, but you have to, you know, tend to my claws, get paid what you're owed. Hey, one man's <laughs> one man's
0: trash is another man's treasure. You know. Stop
3: calling my feet trash, you uh, dorks. That's a little, a little, that's a little unfair. <laughs> I just said fifty was a bit high. That's <laughs> all. What is
0: the going rate for feet pics these days? I don't, I don't know. Five for
3: those.
2: I don't Go know. Slide into my DMs and find out. I need money.
3: Uh. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, so I mean, it's constant. When you're a filmmaker, it's a constant yeah. need of money. Yes, always looking for the next gig,
0: yes. uh, looking for the next, uh, but always trying to challenge yourself too, right? Of course. Uh, you've experimented with all kinds of genres of pornography. Yes, it I sounds have. Like. What would uh, what would you say was the biggest risk you took?
3: I d- I did that western. Ah, oh. what was it called? <laughs> the Hole Searchers. <laughs> I don't know if I saw this one. Uh, no. I I may have. I may have, like, seen it, like, but like out the of mistake p- of using an early form of smell-o-vision for the film. Oh! oh. It's a lot of horses and sweat. <laughs> kind of like ho-
2: the Tingler, how the Tingler had a... Uh, like that awful hack. <laughs> oh, what's your thoughts on Price? <laughs>
3: Terrible. Wow. What about his cousin? <laughs> Pushing... <laughs> Vincent sexual price? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, what are your thoughts on Vincent's sexual price? He's cool. <laughs> but actual Vincent Price. Oh,
3: terrible. Oh, you, you, know, interesting. He, you know, he's the heir to a seasoning fortune. Oh, really? Yes. V- Wait, I thought that was Vincent Spice. <laughs> was that not am I misinformed? No. That was a fun pun, but I mean for real. <laughs> was he really no, that is a yeah, seasoning true. fortune? He, he came into money.
0: Terrible. Oh, that was another one of your movies. He <laughs> you came into money. Came into money. And that was one that was kind of cool because you would like this one, Vanessa, if you haven't seen it because this is like an anti-capitalist kind of yes. like- uh, Hard
3: uh, lift.
1: Yeah. Like, Literally.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like
2: Babe 2.
0: Kind of like Babe 2, Pig in the Big City.
3: Exactly. Uh, but it's Ripped more like off.
0: It's more like Babes 2, uh, Dick in the Big Titties. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I didn't make that. One. No, no, no. That's that, just, was, that's a, the, that's that was my a, pitch for it. That right That was Vincent's sexual
3: price. Oh, picture. that was. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, so I. It I, was the voice of the sexy pig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to the rock inside, a pig. And spiders pen. crawling
3: inside my ass. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes.
0: Yeah. I gotta rewatch that. I haven't seen that since film school. I gotta say I have it's- it on laser disc. Oh you do oh my God that we gotta we gotta I made them make that a
3: laser disc of it just for me. <laughs> you know, the check was dead. Just such good fidelity. <laughs> but I, well, going back to the
0: whole searchers, oh, yes, the uh, hole what searchers. was? It the smell of vision uh, probably put audiences thing. off but was the content yeah. of the film itself risque or was it pretty average western uh, I remember sp-
3: this was 1972 of course. yes, and I had a lot of anti-slavery messaging in there. That's good. Well, I thought so, but audiences didn't go for it. They weren't. They weren't on board yet. No, uh. porn is still very racist. It's weird. Yeah, that why? is true. That is true. Why is it so racist?
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's one of your big uh, uh, things that you talk about at all the award. Whenever you get a, a speech at an, like awards ceremony, like that's the issue you bring to light. Oh, is why is porn so? You racist. You watched
3: my acceptance at the AVN's in '98. I did actually. I Thank saw you. YouTube of that. You uh, it was watching. just like
0: it was just your. I didn't watch the whole show. I just no. watched your speech. Thank you. Uh, it's right up there with uh uh Clint Eastwood yelling at a chair and uh, and uh as far as like live performances goes for me, you know, like <laughs> it's in my you get you know what I'm talking about, right when Yeah, yeah
2: when Clint Eastwood yelled at that uh, chair and then we all found out that Clint Eastwood probably uh
3: shits his pants on the daily. <laughs> oh yes. You know, I I once saw him threaten a Chinese man with a knife. <laughs> oh no. Oh, was man. this on uh set? No. Oh just around. It was on sunset. Oh well, oh no.
2: That that feels right. That yeah. feels that feels real accurate to that man. I cannot believe the audacity no. uh, of the mule uh, I to seen have no. not one but two Clint Eastwood threesomes. Oh, Is Kevin this just a- responded like he didn't know that that's real. <laughs> I did not.
0: I <laughs> I would have no interest in seeing it. But and now, now you're you are went me. to film school. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kevin. they didn't show the mule in film school in two thousand eight. <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing that I left film school going. Was like, I got to stay up to date with what Clint Eastwood's doing. They were like, have you seen Play uh, Misty for me? It's going to get keep getting better from here.
2: <laughs>
0: which is, you did a movie of called Play Fisty for me. <laughs> yes. Which is about
3: a woman who keeps calling in. Uh, it was uh, somehow was r- calling biographical. In demanding to be fisty. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you don't see her until the end of the film, you see. it's a whole, It's a long tease. <laughs> Demanding to be fisted. That's great. Vigorously. (laughs) She's so intense about it. And then she shows up. I implore that you gape me with your fist. She shows up and she just bends right over. And so it's a happy ending. Yeah. For everyone. Uplifting Hollywood ending.
2: Yes. (laughs) And that's how the Muppets were born. (laughs) Putting an entire hand inside of someone.
0: Is that true? Is that canon for the Muppets? That's big.
2: The Muppets came from fisting.
3: Oh wow. Would you ever work with that's what I've heard. Would you ever work with puppets? I did. You did. Mm-hmm. Do tell. It was called Muppets Fuck Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I got sued for that one.
2: Oh, I was a big fan and of that. I had,
3: one. I had to just give it. You know, I said fair enough. Wow! I, yeah, it says Muppets in the title. I think yeah, I think that, it was that that's trademarked.
0: And did you also? Uh, I'm looking it up on my phone right now, of course, and uh, it just looks
3: like you also just used the Muppets. Yes. <laughs> like you didn't even change them. I broke into Henson Studios after hours. Oh, this shit. was my really extreme guerrilla filmmaking. Period. Oh, that's cool. That's like, uh, what was that one that they shot at Disneyland?
2: Uh, escape from Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that was like
0: that moment where you shot it right. on a phone maybe or I don't know what you no. did. A
3: camc- you had like it's, a bulky it's, it's, camcorder. It was 89, yes. Wow. I, I did it all in video. <laughs> That's
0: very impressive.
3: Edited in the camera. Whoa. So I, I had to shoot in sequence, which is hard for a porno. That's, yeah. <laughs> you know what else
2: is hard for a porno? Anyone watching one. Oh. <laughs>
3: What what was that?
0: Oh, this is a little, little fun we have all right, over the here. Music shoot in sequence was a live show you did where it was like a rocket line, but it was a bunch this of dudes that all checked off one yes. after the
3: other. That was actually for the for the USO. Oh, I didn't know you went abroad. Baghdad yeah. in in oh,
0: ninety one. Wow. Oh wow! So the first Gulf War or first. first Gulf War, not the first the first Iraq War.
2: Not only not only did he go abroad, but he also went in abroad. Oh, oh.
0: Boop, I hit like three sound <laughs> effects. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> and apparently, I hit the crickets one also.
3: smashing genres,
0: yeah, uh, you know, this mashup. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be creative here because you've inspired me so much with how oh, many different you. genres. Like you're really a, a jack off of all trades. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I, I like. That I can tell when you like a joke because you tell me it's good. <laughs> But, like, he, he's, he's like, one of the only directors I know of that works in so many different genres, like sci-fi, of course. Yes. Your humble beginnings. <laughs> yes. Vanessa, what's up over there?
2: I'm sorry. Are you it's okay? It's just every once in a while you'll have this moment where you, like, genuinely really love that you love that someone loves one of your jokes.
3: Yeah. Or you'll, like,
2: kind of get that, like, ah, shoulder
0: thing. Yeah,
3: I'm a fucking child. <laughs> it's lovely to that- see. Notice
0: me, senpai
3: the reasonable ego of an artist. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I feel seen. We all that's all we want to be, isn't it? Yes. Seen.
0: Uh and you must feel, I mean, you've uh, so many awards, such a story uh career history, etc. like you must uh finally, do you feel I mean, the journey never ends, but do you feel yeah. comfortable with where you're at in
3: your career? I think I've done well. I've done much better than my cousin.
0: Yeah, I mean, you live longer. Gee,
3: that's that, that that's a number one. <laughs> with sure. a bullet.
0: Uh, did you ever do any, um, uh, did you ever have a phase like, uh, your cousin where you, uh, did a bunch of commercials really drunk, uh, but they were like porn commercials?
3: Yes. They were all for lubricant.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I would love to see one. I haven't seen these. I, this is just a shot in the dark. Bring it up on your YouTube. Oh yeah. Bring all it right. Up. I'm
2: bringing it up. I'm right. um, looking at it. Make sure you don't uh, get the remix
0: of it. <laughs> Because there are some funny dubstep remixes of it out there. Are there? I think so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of that the rules fun. of the internet, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like, what if it's that thing, but
3: there's the beat drops?
2: All right, I found one for Dr. Slick's Fuck Cream.
3: Oh, yes, of course. Oh! See, this this was a cream you'd put on your surfaces to make them smoother. Uh, Vanessa,
0: can you uh, play that video? I just want to see what uh, what the video sounds like.
2: All right, Dr. Slick's is, Fuck Cream. Is this the
3: actual ad or just the outtakes?
2: This is... Oh, this is the outtakes. Oh, Did okay. you want the no, actual no, no, ad? No, no,
3: that's fine. We, we can roll with yeah, this.
2: Yeah, let's... let's <laughs>
3: All right, let us, uh,
0: let's let's uh, let's put that right up to the mic there, and All let's,
2: right, let's I'm holding this. it up to the mic. Doctor Slick's fuck cream outtakes,
3: and uh, action horseman, a- action horseman. Huh? Mm-hmm. She 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 doesn't put her, put her tits out yet. Boop. <laughs> I
1: right. was a
3: good fuck one. cream, take two, and action horseman. Ah, pussy cream. <laughs> It was invented by the French. <laughs> it has been perfected by the Norwegians. There is a Norwegian pussy cream by Dr. What's it? Cut! Cut, Orson. Boop. There's only 20
0: views on this video. <laughs> is it still going for us? Yeah, it's still going. Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: Take three. Action, Orson. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy cream was invented by the French, but it has been perfected by the North. Why is her pussy out? Can she put it away? It's distracting. Cut. (laughs) Like and subscribe. (laughs) Oh wow! This is Fuck Monster Four Twenty. Bring you all (laughs) the hot (laughs) (laughs) outtakes.
0: Oh man! So that was just, that was the YouTuber who uh, who put the video up, just trying to get some uh, cloud. Use me for himself. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's all these YouTubers are doing these file days. Finally, DMCA takedown. Oh yeah, I, I you know what? And I would support that. I get behind thank that. I'll thank get... you, Kevin. Thank you, you're welcome, Horson. Uh, now, before we go to uh, plugs here, um, what would you say? Uh, you are most proud of in your, in your career. I mean, we've talked about your most risque, your most challenging films, but what do what was, is there anything that was like the most, uh, whether it was a specific film or an era, what was your most, uh, when you felt most artistically in tune with yourself? Just creative spurt, creative spurt, which is another one of your films.
3: Yes. The oddly kind of, uh, ripoff. Like I kind of just farted that one out, honestly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was, that one was very Pixar. If you get my drift,
3: (laughs) but, uh, I I think my favorite one was, uh, uh, did the sexual chimes at midnight? Oh, I haven't
0: seen that one.
3: It's mostly great. just Falstaff, but I kept inserting orgies. <laughs> but it was great because I, I I got this porn studio to pay for you know Shakespeare to be inserted in really porn film. It was I I just I sha- I, sha- I
0: played Falstaff. Oh wow! And then they had a, a Shakespeare type. Uh, who, was, who was playing Shakespeare?
3: No, Kevin.
0: <laughs> I'm confused. You're talking about the works of Shakespeare was inserted Kevin. into your porn. Yeah. Kevin, I'm not. I'm not Falstaff familiar with the. Is a, uh, I'm not familiar with the immortal bard. I'm
3: sorry. Film school didn't teach you about theater. <laughs> 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 I suppose it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Falstaff, you know, he's in Henry. Uh, he's in uh, Henry the Eighth. Never mind, Kevin. Midsummer's Night's Dream. Forget it. I know some of the Hamlet. Go watch Chimes at Midnight and then Sexual Chimes at Midnight. Ba- that sounds like They're a great. So double different, feature. Kevin. That sounds like a great double feature. It is.
0: Uh, well Horson, thank you so much You're for being welcome. here. Uh, this has been honestly a thrill. Uh, I feel like I'm a good more rounded artist for as for having a talking to having had talking to you. you, talking to you. <laughs> I also had a stroke because I'm just so excited that you were here. Just like Horson.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh sh-
0: shots fired. You <laughs> know who applause. else had
2: a stroke? Anyone watching any of Horson's uh, films? Oh, they're beating their Not going to harmonize with us, okay?
0: That's a good one, Vanessa. <laughs> that was great. Uh, so obviously, this episode is coming out on. I hey, coming. Wait a minute. And did you have an? Do you have a uh, one called? This episode is coming out on, and is it about like a sexy podcast? Studio? No, but I've
3: been thinking about moving into into radio again. Oh
0: yeah, I think like a porn podcast is not a bad idea. Actually, I, I don't. Is that even a thing? Is that a market that is completely untapped? I do not know. There's podcasts about sex, but not porn. Yes, I'm gonna Google some stuff for the open home. field. It's just like it's like, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not bad. Wow, get it all like fully produced. Get like a live piano in there. I'm right. literally
2: looking it up, and then right you now.
3: can do some bonus episodes of jerk off instruction. Oh, Joi, just the easiest porn I've ever seen. I, I'm mad that I I didn't think of it. That is, it is you one of those just things. Have a woman talking and not have to actually do any <laughs> clothes on part. some of the times. Often,
0: Often. Awesome. <laughs> always. <laughs> And just telling you to do the thing you're already right, doing. Right. It's, like, it's like selling somebody's, cock. it's like capitalism.
3: Jerk, jerk that cock for mommy.
0: <laughs> oh, are you, uh, are you, uh, you're brainstorming right now. Your eyes have rolled back right. in your head. <laughs>
3: you're having a moment. Pull out your penis and turn on some silent film. <laughs> Think about sleds. Think about sleds. <laughs> and then put your cum in your rose butt.
0: Full circle. So obviously that's a project we can promote here. But uh, (laughs) of course this episode is coming out on, and again I said coming, and that's hilarious. And it's just vamping to get my calendar app. Uh, Friday, January 17th, of course. Friday, January 17th, which means the sale for The Witcher 3 ends tomorrow. I need to get that.
3: wonderful game.
0: Uh,
3: (laughs) It is. You're a fan. You can visit whorehouses in that game. You sure can. You can fuck the whores. Oh,
2: I love that.
3: We can have sex with the whores, all of them, all the medieval Polish whores. Can I give you? Can I give you a? Uh, can I give you a, a? A pitch? No, Geralt of Labia. It's terrible.
0: What? That was pretty good. I'm
3: I'm withholding my approval. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to make you want it. <laughs> so, so, Vanessa, we'll start with you over here.
0: Of course, Friday, January 17th. What do you got going on on TV, online, or otherwise that you want people to know about?
2: Uh, I got a few things. Um, if you have cable, uh, specifically DirecTV on LRA Network, you can find me every Thursday night on LRA Nation. It's a show where we talk about uh, pop culture, movies, comics, gaming, and more. Um, you can find my. Uh, Hair in general appearance maybe the best it will ever look uh, on that show Uh, you can also find me on Screen Junkies every Friday in January I have another month long residency there
0: yeah Screen Junkies Uh, is great yeah yeah.
2: so yeah I got another month long residency there and then also the fourth Sunday of every month at the Pack Theater at 930 you can find me with my sketch team Night Church we are a horror comedy based team Um, and generally if you're just a big genre person we are absolutely that button
0: for you it's great you get to see Ethan Balls sometimes.
2: Oh yeah, I'm like a nightmare in that way.
0: <laughs> They're so small.
3: <laughs> wow, well, you know him. I went to one of their shows once. Oh, to be inspired, maybe. Well, I heard there was nudity. Oh, so you're were, you're were like, well, I gotta be sort it. of a, a, a monkey's paw version. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw that gentleman fuck a blow up doll.
0: Oh yeah, that's the one. That, that's where I was. They at called too. it comedy. We were at the same show. That's crazy. Our paths uh, ships in the
3: night. Oh, yes. I was watching from the booth. Oh. I have a special seat I have to take.
0: Like the Phantom of the Opera, but I don't know theater.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: of course, people can follow Vanessa at Ness Gritton. Yes, you
2: can find me on ask- Ness Gritton, all forms of social media. You can also find me on uh, the very poorly updated VanessaGritton.com. I haven't updated it in three years.
0: Oh, mine, <laughs> uh, mine expired because I couldn't uh, afford it to renew it. And so it's just I don't have a website anymore. You i should, You should try squarespace.com. Uh, I did. <laughs> I had one of those. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> This podcast should be sponsored by squarespace.com. Squarespace, please give me money.
0: <laughs> That's their new tag. Uh, Horson, obviously, yes. I mean, such a storied uh, history uh, uh, of so many films that people could watch. Was there anything in particular Correct. you'd
3: like to promote at this juncture? We well, got to keep your eyes down for Don Quixote. coming yes. To crackle and <laughs> fall. Crackle's blowing up. You do. Yeah. Well, it's imploding, really. <laughs> That's still demolition, technically. You can find it on your Roku. (laughs) But there's also one show that I do watch every month. Oh. Even though it's not pornographic. Mm. In fact, children are known to attend. Ooh. For some reason. But it's called The Wizarding World Live. Ah. It's a magical talk show, Kevin. Oh, wow. (laughs)
2: So intense. I'm a huge Wizarding World fan. Yeah, uh, uh, I Thank
0: love you. I love magic, I love talking, and I love shows. This sounds like a triple it's threat. really good.
3: Uh, so where, good. Where is, this, where is this? Theater. Pack Theater. 8 p.m., January 25th, it's happening. <laughs> Every fourth Saturday, it's always there, always. I was to,
0: I just want the listener to know that uh, Horson has not blinked at all during these plugs. <laughs> Staring into my soul. Well,
2: then why the fuck haven't you gone to Wizarding World, Kevin? bam don't fucking harsh my vibe. <laughs> it's
3: probably about time for this episode to end. Uh, why? Why did you two break up? <laughs>
0: Mostly, uh. stu- mostly podcast related stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you for having me. It's been a treat. Of course, of course. Uh, and as for me, everybody, uh, of course, you can follow me at KB Anderson, yo, and all the things. You can follow this podcast at BleakPod on Twitter. I don't think we, yeah, I'm not going to do an Instagram for the po- Like, no, why? <laughs> why would I do a specific Instagram for it? Do an
2: Instagram for the podcast and post literally nothing related to the actual podcast. Wizarding
3: World has an Instagram. <laughs>
2: Wow, weird flex, Wizarding but Gold okay. Wizard World a fucking Instagram, so why don't you? And
3: Twitter. Uh, wow. At, at WizWorldLive. Wow. On every website. <laughs> go. Okay. Subscribe to it. You must. You must. I have to go. I'm getting worked up. Oh boy! Okay. Well, you go eat a sandwich and watch some porno. <laughs> I'd also like to plug Pure Taboo, the only ones making actual pornographic film. They're wonderful. Oh god, they're the, they're the real heroes. And not Burning Angel. <laughs> Fuck Burning terrible, Angel.
0: Terrible. And I don't care who you're voting for in 2020 election, but vote Bernie Angel. Maka. <laughs> Bernie Angel.
2: I'm sorry. Did we just find out that Horson is a Trump supporter?
0: I just I think we close the board. I don't think we have time <laughs> for this facet. Maybe we'll have you come back. <laughs> and We'll sorry. get into your politics. It has not come to... Oh, wait, you did... <laughs> birth canal of a nation was birth. you.
2: <laughs> well, we've learned a lot today.
3: <laughs> the heroic story of of the fuck-clucks clan. <laughs> Fuck-cuck clan. The only fuck-cucks... And Jews and Catholics. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That's I don't have
0: any more plugs. Just follow things, go listen to things, watch things. Have a good time, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
3: Goodbye.